1: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. What a game that was last night. Melbourne Storm, Sydney Roosters. Incredible game. Melbourne Storm coming home with the chocolates. Just an unbelievable finish to that game. To think Melbourne were down by 10 points with 10 odd minutes to go. Somehow took it to extra time after both teams kicked field goals within 40 seconds. Kyle and kicked the penalty goal to even it up. Then Keary knocks over a field goal. Then Pappenhausen knocks over a field goal. It was insane. We went to extra time and, you know, essentially the Roosters kind of lost the game there. They um some really un uncharacteristic errors that came into their game um that you know I haven't seen before. I don't think I'll ever see it again. Unfortunately for them, Boyd Gordon had dropped the ball when he was essentially unconscious, really tough gig there. Then Jakey Friend. I love Jake Friend's such a tough Great little footballer. Obviously had his little brain explosion at the end there. You'll never see that again. Um, just a crazy game of football. Had so many twists and turns. You know, All the Thursday night games so far have been absolute flops. And then we came up with that game, which was like an early preview to a semi-final or possibly even a grand final, I've heard a few people say. Incredible game. I'm just going to touch on a few points. First one's going to be Cameron Smith moving to halfback. Next one's going to be the Roosters. They really, you know, they may have lost last night, but <laughs> if you know footy, they sent a message last night. And the last one is going to be t- two guys I'm going to highlight. Uh, Flanagan and Pappenhausen. Two young guys that really stepped up in big moments. Let's kick it off. Stadium Smith. He has kicked us. Cameron Smith is the first man I want to talk about. In my opinion, the greatest player we've ever seen. And by far and away, the greatest hooker we've ever seen. And I can't see us ever seeing a better hooker than Cameron Smith. Now, I said at the start of this season... In, sorry, even before this year, I, I I said all the way back in December, I went through and named my team list for each team and the Melbourne Storm one I copped the most criticism for because what I wanted to do was play Smith at halfback, play Harry Grant at hooker, play Brandon Smith at lock and bring Dal Finucane off the bench and good God, I copped an absolute heap for it. I'm starting to think now that people are realising how good Harry Grant is and starting to realise that Melbourne have to get him back there and they have to have him playing hooker next year. In my opinion, by this time next year, he will be the best hooker in rugby league right now. I'm not saying he's better than Smith. I'm not saying he's better than Josh Hodgson. They've had great careers. But the players that they will be in 2021, I believe Harry Grant will be the best hooker in rugby league. And the Melbourne Storm, I think they're well aware of this. They're not budging on letting him go anywhere. He will be back there next year. If I'm, I'm sorry to any Tigers fans, but if you think you're any hope in hell of keeping this kid... You're absolutely kidding yourself. He will be in purple come next year. And in my opinion, last night was the first stepping stone towards Craig Bellamy deciding that he needs to move Smith to get Harry Grant into that team. Now, he's also got Brandon Smith, which I know a lot of people, you know, everyone loves Brandon Smith. He's an absolute gun. Thing is, Brandon Smith, yes, you know what? This time next year, if Brandon Smith was playing hooker, he would probably be a top five hooker in the NRL, without a doubt. But if you play him at hooker, you can't play Harry Grant anywhere else. Why would you not play Harry Grant at hooker and Brandon Smith at lock? Because guess what? Brandon Smith, he's also a top five lock in the NRL, in my opinion. If you saw that try that Jerome Hughes scored last night, where he got the ball down the right edge and he stepped off his right foot and he went under... It, it looks like a great try by Jerome Hughes, but watch the run before that. It's Brandon Smith charging. He sticks his nose through the line. He gets down to his elbows and knees. He gets a quick play of the ball, and it creates that 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 space for Jerome Hughes. Brandon Smith this this time next year. He will be spoken about as one of the best locks in rugby league, in my opinion. It's a matter of time. They are crazy, absolutely crazy, if they don't let Harry Grant wear the nine next year. Now, they've gone through the last three years, essentially, without a halfback. We've had Brodie Croft there. They decided Brodie Croft wasn't the man. Now, when you're looking at Brisbane, you can understand why. They've had Jerome Hughes there. He's a wing centre fullback. You know, he's not really a traditional halfback, but they've managed to get by with him there. Next year, I would be going with Harry Grant at hooker. I'd be playing Cameron Smith at halfback. I'd be playing Cameron Munster at six. I'd be playing Brandon Smith at 13. Dale Finucane, he's either in the front row or on the bench. People are blowing up about Finucane. He's a middle forward. Don't worry about the number on his back. He is a middle forward. That's the end of the conversation there. He can either start in the front row or he can come off the bench. He will play the exact same role he has so far, but you need Brandon Smith in 13. He must be there. Then Jerome Hughes is the other one. Now he he had an absolute cracker last night. He was probably my man in the match. Absolutely killed it. What I'd be doing with Jerome Hughes, I'd either be playing him at centre. They're a little bit short there. You know, I'm I'm not sure if he is a true centre, but I'm not convinced he's a true halfback. He's not going to play fullback, so you find a spot for him. The other option for Jerome Hughes, you play him off the bench in the number fourteen, just inject him into the game here and there. I think he would do a fantastic job. The future for Melbourne Storm. Is that way, Cameron Smith? He might play next year. It's unlikely to see him running running around in 2022. So you might as well start to get that spine sorted now. And they know as much as Smith has been fantastic, and he's probably he he will be the greatest ever Melbourne player, possibly the greatest player ever. They know Harry Grant is the future. He is more important now than Cameron Smith. He is the future of the Melbourne Storm. Cameron Smith will play halfback next year, and Harry Grant will be in the nine, in my opinion. I think I went a year too early on that prediction, but I think I'm going to be spot on. the 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 Roosters sent a big message to the rest of the NRL last night. They pretty much played their worst game they could possibly play, in my opinion, and they only got done by two points in extra time by the Melbourne Storm. It is a massive message. I want you to just to consider, the Roosters only had 46% possession. They completed 64%. They had 18 errors. It really, it was a bad display by the Roosters. They conceded six penalties to three for Melbourne. It was a bad performance by the Roosters, without a doubt. I don't believe you will see them play a game as bad as that for the rest of the year, which is scary considering they were beaten by Melbourne. It took them until they got to extra time, and I also want you to consider that realistically in extra time, uh, Boyd Cordner was unconscious and dropped the ball, turned the ball over on his own 30, then Jake Friend gives away a penalty. They essentially threw that game away. Now, it took a lot of things to go Melbourne's way for them to beat them. I've tipped Melbourne to win the comp all year, and I still believe that by the end of the year, Melbourne will be the better side. Um, But right now, the Roosters this is their premiership to lose. To lose a guy like Victor Radley and then show up the way they did, you could tell that Radley is a massive loss. They weren't as strong through the centre third. D- defensively, they weren't as strong and they lacked a lot of direction, but they still managed to get the job done. kiri stepped up, Flanagan stepped up. They were fantastic. I just want you to consider also, you know, they had to make an extra, something like 65 odd tackles than the Melbourne Storm. The Melbourne Storm missed 36 tackles. The Roosters missed 17, 17 tackles they missed. They had to make um, 60 more tackles in Melbourne, and they missed half the amount of tackles that Melbourne did. Premierships are won on defence, and the Roosters, their defence is incredible. Don't count them out yet. This is their premiership to lose. I'm sticking with my tip at the start of the season, that the Melbourne Storm would win the comp. The gee whiz, it's going to be a tough finish. Don't write off the Roosters after last night. It's not going to get any worse than that. And they were beaten by a whisker. Ryan Pappenhausen the first man that I want to talk about in this segment. For him to step up in that moment and deliver that field goal, just such a massive play by a guy that's played only 31st grade games. Just incredible the confidence that this kid has got blows me away. He hasn't had a red carpet walk into the NRL. He's bounced around a few clubs. He was at the Tigers, they decided they didn't want him. He ended up in Melbourne. He was lining up behind Scotty Drinkwater, behind Jerome Hughes. It hasn't been easy for him, and he has just stepped up and done an incredible job. A lot of people have been bagging him for the first half of the year because he hadn't, you know, he hadn't scored tries and had amazing Supercoach stats like he had the year before. He's been playing great footy. I said the other day that in round one against Manly, if Tom Zorovic wasn't full at fullback, if it was any other fullback in the rugby league... Pappenhausen would have scored three tries that day. He has been playing good footy. The opportunities just haven't come. You might even say maybe he was lacking a bit of confidence. The game against the Warriors last week, he blew them off the park. And then last night, when this game needed someone to stand up for Melbourne, he stood up and he delivered the biggest play of his career so far, kicking that field goal. Incredible stuff. The confidence he's got blows me away. Another guy that's blown me away this year from the Roosters – their halfback, Kyle Flanagan, stepping into, in my opinion, the biggest boots ever in rugby league. Cooper Cronk is a halfback. He'd won three premierships in a row, the only halfback to do it since Peter Sterling. For Kyle Flanagan, for Kyle Flanagan to then have to step into that rooster system... I know a lot of people say, oh, his job's made easy. Sweet. He is under so much pressure. It is beyond belief. And the way he handles it is fantastic. I've been so impressed by Flanning. And I said all off-season when people were raving about him that it was going to take time and that he's probably two years away from playing some really good footy. He was two months away from playing some fantastic footy. He's been absolutely killing it. And for him last night, he scored the first try, had a great game. Um, And then the moment came with a penalty goal from essentially the sideline, and he stepped up and absolutely nailed it. Now, that's after 78 minutes of footy. He's a halfback. He's, what, 85, 87 kilos. He had made 38 tackles, so he was incredibly tired. He would have been absolutely fucking gassed and still steps up and lands that big play for the Roosters. When you look at that team, they are star-studded from fullback to the front row of absolute superstars. And here's this 20-year-old kid who's played 20-odd games of first grade, and he steps up and delivers plays like that. After making 38 tackles, Melbourne, he made 38 tackles because Melbourne targeted him. They They picked him out and they went at him, and he still had enough tank in the gas and enough ice in the veins to deliver that big moment. In a big game, he's got a massive future. I hate to say it, but the Roosters, they've absolutely nailed another one.
0: Mom